quite sure how it happens, but I settle down at after lunch at about half past one-ish, thinking I'll get on with the podcast and uh, take my time to do it properly, and then I end up doing it in a complete rush uh, as the lights uh, going outside and it's starting to get dark. Um, not quite sure how that happens. Welcome to episode 169 of Mr. Burt Pods. Yes, so um, I'm in a really bad mood actually, which may have come across it in the podcast. Apologies if it does. Uh, for reasons which I can't go into. But um, part of them are because I went, well, I went for my run this morning because uh, I haven't been, well, I didn't go for a run in the whole time I was at Dorking because I was in a state of collapse physically and mentally for most of that, the month of October. And then uh, I did. I did two thirds of a run, didn't I? I think the Monday I got back or the Monday after the Monday I got back and then I didn't do anything last Monday because the builders were here. So I thought I'll go for a run today and I'll do a, a sort of flat, flatter route. Uh, I don't know where I'm going with this actually. Anyway, uh, I thought I'd do a flatter route because I wasn't in the mood for running up and down hills, uh, which is what I mostly do when I do the Alipali route. For some bizarre reason, I ended up running up a great big, uh, really steep hill right at the beginning, that was so steep, I had to stop twice to get my breath back. I don't know how that happened. I think I just don't envision uh, hills when I'm thinking ahead about the route. But um, yeah, I was absolutely shattered. But uh, anyway, there's that where it all went all right. And then I think this stupid Strava stopped at some point and then um i haven't looked at actually i don't know i didn't look at my time or my speed uh but not matter so only yes i got back without collapsing uh, which is always a good sign uh the weather's not too bad actually i thought it was going to be cold and miserable but it's all right i've just noticed that all the leaves have been blown off the tree outside uh but i've got lots of photographs um and i did my yoga before that i've got a bad back thanks to dorking uh so uh it's sort of not hurting me all the time but it has been painful to to press on it so um and that happens every now and then because i've got a bit of a funny back but it was worse than normal but i sort of know how to sort it out and just uh use alexander technique bits and pieces and uh be careful with my yoga and do some yoga um specific things for back pain uh, and i found a nice one that adrian does uh called yoga for back pain <laughs> um but it's part of her fundamentals so it's uh looking towards getting your fundamentals positioning right on the mat and it's very gentle and but actually very good and it actually also can i say actually a few more times it actually also includes pigeon which is one of my most hated uh yoga positions but i'm sort of getting a bit more used to it um, but I'm probably not doing it properly right uh, who knows so um, yes yeah, so I've actually done the same I found it so calming and it's actually I don't know that it's improving my back but my back has improved but it's certainly not making it worse uh, I spent a whole week doing that so um, it's not interesting this is it anyway so then I went for a run and then the reason I was talking about it partly being in a bad mood is because I went for my run and I have to put 
my the keys in my newish uh, running shorts, as I've mentioned before, the pockets are very, very deep and the keys rattle around. So I have to put the keys into, uh, I seem to have put them into a very, very long piece of toilet roll. I couldn't quite know why. I was farting around with it as I was going out the door. And um, I came back and I had a pair of black jeans to wash and my black t-shirt that I run in and some other bits, dark bits and bobs. And then started the washing and then forgot that I was still wearing, because I just was about to have a shower, I was still wearing the shorts, which are dark blue. I thought, well, I'll pop those in as well. And of course, I forgot. Well, I'm not quite sure what I've done, actually, because I can't find the the bit of toilet roll, other than the fact it's obviously all over all my clothes. Um, And I must have done something with it because it was my keys were wrapped around it when I let myself through the front door but anyway I can't remember so basically I look as if I've walked through a snowstorm uh, with my clothes and I don't know how I'm going to get it's absolutely covered in uh, bits of toilet paper also my black jeans that I've washed are for work so I'm just going to go into work looking like a complete idiot uh, and the actual shorts themselves are pretty much unwearable so I'll just have to hope when they dry, I can brush it all off. So that put me into a bad mood. Anyway, but what did cheer me up, uh, thank goodness I hear you cry, is um, I forgot that uh, I didn't finish, and I'm not going to now, but I didn't finish going through the whole of our holiday in Italy. But one consequence of the fact I didn't finish, because I went off to talking, one consequence of it was that I forgot to mention the Norwegians. Now the Norwegians, I may have mentioned them, but I didn't go into detail about them. The Norwegians, uh, as I like to call them, moved into the apartment next to ours, or did they? Yes, they did. Um, About halfway through the holiday. Uh, And they turned out to be a very lovely couple who will be listening to this. Um, One of them, uh, although they won't admit it, is actually a world-famous singer a Norwegian singer, but won't admit it, but I know the truth. And um, uh, they're not. And um, we just had a really lovely time with them. And they are on a sort of year's sabbatical. Um, One of them has taken a year sabbatical, but still has to do some teaching uh, in universities but in other countries and the other one is sort of taking a career break while they sort of rethink things so they're very very lucky and I've been following them on Instagram they went from they started with us basically in the Italian apartment then they went to the Italian lakes then they seem to have gone round. I think it was Florence I saw pictures of on Instagram now they're in South Africa uh, where one of them is teaching in the university and um, one of them left a lovely little voice note for me on Instagram and I left a very, very long, long, long one back on uh, WhatsApp and they've just sent me another one back on WhatsApp, which I've just listened to and it's really lovely hearing their voice uh, and that's all very nice. So those are the Norwegians. Uh, so they're obviously big fans of the podcast, well, one of them is anyway. Um, I did have to laugh and I have left a message back about this is that they described, uh, obviously they're having a terrible time in South Africa as one of the worst things they're having to cope with is getting sand into bathing costumes. I choose that word bathing costume carefully. Um, When they go into the sea, because the sea sounds quite rough, but 
what they said was when they have a bath, uh, the waves are quite big, uh, which amused me no end because obviously it's that thing of having a bath, bathing, the blue cups just got muddled up and I had to explain that when the English have a bath, it means they go into their bathroom and have a bath. Uh, and instead I had a picture of them sitting in a bathtub uh, being pounded by waves uh, in the ocean uh, and getting lots of sand in their bathing costume. Bathe bathe's just a bit of a, an old-fashioned word, isn't it? We don't really say bathing much anymore. Well, maybe some people do, I don't know. So that made me laugh. And um, yeah, so that's that's nice. That's a shout out to the world-famous singing Norwegians who we're spending Christmas with. Uh, not. We are not spending Christmas with them. We are not. So um, the... Oh, somebody walking past. Oh, it schools out. Um, the... Yeah, the light is fading, actually. The trees have gone off the leaves, or the leaves have gone off the tree. And um, I'm obviously tired. I'm not actually tired. I don't know why the words are not coming up properly. Uh, the extension seems to be almost finished. I think they're just doing jiggy little bits inside, which you probably never get done because they never do get done properly. Um, so that's annoying, actually, because I've got nothing to complain about. Uh, there's too many cars in the road at the moment. I've got lots of complaining to do about that. Uh, but that aside... Uh, I managed to scratch the car in Dorking, of course, that was another highlight of the month there. Uh, there was this really, really narrow road, which should have been one way, but wasn't, uh, that I had to drive up to get to uh, a place that I parked my car for the work, long story, uh, that's not interesting, and a big, it, I think it was a parcel force van was coming the other way, and the only way I could get we could get past each other was if um, I meant pulled into the side <clears throat> where there was a wall and of course I've scraped the um, well actually it's not as bad as I thought because it's the uh, it's the wing mirror uh, which is plastic and I think can be replaced but also I've noticed there's some taken off the door handle as well so I've done that as well so that went down really well I was very happy about that and um, also what's the other bad news is the uh, company that we swing. Oh, it's somebody. It's a runner. Oh my god, that's so peculiar. It's a runner who's standing on the other side of the tree, the the uh, Japanese tree outside our house, uh, and he's swinging his leg back and forth like a pendulum. But he's standing behind the trunk, so all I can see is his head at the top and the leg swinging in and out at the bottom, and no body in between. Oh, so peculiar. Anyway, um, I'm disconcerted now. So where was I? I can't remember where I was. What was I talking about? Uh, cars. Oh, yeah, scratching car. So, uh, yeah, onto the car company that we that they lead. They don't lease out. They sort of put electric cars out on subscription. So you can, which is why we like them so much. You pay monthly, and you can cancel monthly. Uh, at any point so it's not like leasing uh, they've been cutting down and cutting down on their freebies so there was about three or four networks that we electric charging networks that the, the electric charge was included in to our monthly fee but slowly the monthly fee has been going up and there's been they've been cutting back on the amount of net oh, I wish that person would just go away um, <laughs> um, they've been cutting back on, on the amount of Play, uh, companies you can get uh, free electricity with so we're down to one now 
with Shell and they've put the fee up again and they said they've gone into administration, which I'm never quite sure what administration is because it's not the end of the firm. But um, I suppose it... Oh, God. Oh, he's stretching his hamstrings now. We should go and do it somewhere else. Um, and, uh, yeah, so they still seem to be going and they're just, I don't know, it's just a bit limbo-y. And to be honest, if they did uh, go out of business, I don't know what we do because we wouldn't, can't afford to buy a car, and I don't think we would anyway. Uh, and I've got so used to it now. And uh, we should go get used to this man who's now stretching his other leg outside the window, looking very strange. So yes, yeah, so that's a bit sad. It's very sad actually. I was quite upset about that. But anyway, we've still got the car, and of course we'll have to pay an absolute fortune for my scratching scratches. We've also scratched the back of it as well, or somebody scratched it. Uh, but that's uh, anyway so yes that's that and then um, what else have I got to say I can't oh no now he's stretching his other leg and he looks like he's trying to push the tree over it's just such a small tree I, <laughs> this is my problem with what this man is doing it's such a small tree <laughs> it's, it's just find a wall <laughs> oh, now he's moving off Oh, thank goodness for that. Right, so, um, is he running? Is he actually jogging or is he walking? Oh, he's disappeared. Where'd he go? No, he's just standing in the middle of the pavement now with his uh, stretching his hands above his head and his left foot back. Oh, goodness. <laughs> it's like he's doing ballet exercises in the middle of the road. Um, I don't know why it's upsetting me so much, but it is. <laughs> Just go away. Now the window's gone. Oh, and it's the next door neighbour. <laughs> it's the person that lives next door that I haven't met yet. So there we go. I'm not going to be able to look at them and just keep my mouth, uh, keep my face straight when I speak to them. So um, I don't know why I couldn't have just done that against the wall of his own house instead of doing it outside the window. Uh, he's putting the bins out now. So obviously we've got some excitement going on with the neighbours. They've been, they're all new next door on that side and uh, I haven't met any of them. Well, they're all very quiet. So, um, I guess talking of quiet, the week's been quite quiet. Um, he says looking at his diary. Uh, the, the floors uh, were all fine. Ex, uh, we asked him to do to look at the uh, lights in the ceiling of the kitchen because they've been weird for a long time uh, but unfortunately he did them he changed one of the transistors is it transistors or transformer or is that that thing where those children's cars turn into robots anyway um and then the one he didn't change the transistor transformer on has now stopped working so he's going to come back and do that but that's all good that's not a problem i went to the optician on Friday, that was exciting. Obviously not, because uh, I had to have my new lenses put in. So I've kept my old glass frames, and uh, it's so expensive. I mean, I've just got a pair of new frames, to be honest. Because I thought, well, I won't get new frames because it's so expensive. But then the flipping lenses are much more expensive than the frames. Anyway, so I've got my eyesight is getting better, which is why I've had to have new lenses uh, because my uh, my close up reading my short-sightedness is my nearsightedness is getting better uh, and apparently i've got uh, uh eyes healthier than i should have or eyes that are healthier than most people of my age so that made me happy 
because uh, that makes up a bit for the bad back. And uh, then Friday night, it was pizza night, and um, we went to see a film called something at the cinema, and that was, uh, what was it called? Oh, May, December. It's uh, Todd Haynes, who's, I've seen most of his films, actually. I'm not mad about them, but I quite like his films. Uh, this had Julianne Moore in, I, who he works with a lot, and I do like Julianne Moore. And um, the other woman, whose name I can't remember, she's also really good. The actor that was in Black Swan, it was that dreadful film, Natalie Portman. Uh, and it was, uh, it was a funny old film. Uh, it was sort of set, well, it wasn't sort of set, it was set in, I think it was a savannah or somewhere, uh, and it was sort of about uh, a woman who had been jailed for having an affair with a, when she was 36, I think, having an affair with a 13-year-old, one, three-year-old boy, who, and I think she'd gone, yeah, she'd gone to jail. Uh, when she'd come out of jail, she'd married the boy or as he was then at that point man and they've had a family together and that's the julianne Car Moore character and then the natalie portman character is an actor who's uh part of a film being made about this horrible story um and it's a sort of character study of these two women who are both quite predatory in different ways the actor being predatory uh, into the life of the the subject matter of the film. Um, it played around, it sort of, it was one of those films that sort of made you sympathetic and unsympathetic at various points with all, both characters uh, and all the characters in it. Uh, so the sands shifted all the time, which I really liked. Um, and I, it was only ruined by these two women who decided, I don't know what was their problem, but one of them had a really, really loud, guffawing, scoffing laugh. Uh, which she decided to share with everybody at regular periods. I would just wish people aren't interested, just go, you know, go and have a drink in the bar. Don't watch the film and spoil it. It was so attention-seeking. Uh, and then the other one kept getting bored and putting their phone on. And they were just a little bit too far away <clears throat> that I couldn't say anything. But if I'd had a little hard pebble in my hand, I would have thrown it at them. So I saw them afterwards and they were both middle-aged, uh, probably therapists, <laughs> uh, but they just, and a really annoying pair. And actually they did spoil it to some extent. But anyway, yeah, no, it was a good film. And uh, it was a thoughtful film and it made me think afterwards. Uh, yeah, it stayed with me, um, but it's not a bundle of laughs. So um, we're trying to go to the cinema more because we keep trying to go to the cinema more and then failing and then and then deciding to try and go to the cinema more. And then I worked Saturday. Show's going all right. Um, I think that Tring and Pumpkin might be getting a little bit bored. We'll see how that goes. Apparently the audiences are very unpleasant uh, and have been causing the front of house uh, a lot of misery. So, um, which is a shame. But uh, it's funny how certain plays attract certain audiences. Um, and then yesterday, Sunday, we went out for a drive with a friend to a pub somewhere in Essex. It was quite a long way away, actually, because it took us about 
two hours to get there. But it was a really lovely pub. It was called the Vine Inn. I can't remember. Uh, Black Horsley. Uh, I know it sounds a bit weird, but that was the name of the village. And it was an absolutely proper family-run pub. Uh, it was really nice. There were like locals in there. There was an old man who came in who they knew and they looked after him. Um, it was unpretentious, really nice food. We had a uh, roast. Uh, the service was lovely. There were obviously a family running it. Um, the decor was nothing special, but it was a really interesting old building. Um, it just worked completely. It was. I'm, in fact, I must put a review on TripAdvisor. Uh, saying how nice it was, we I don't know whether I mentioned it, but we when we were in Robin Hood's Bay, we went, we stayed in um, uh, a pub B and B, and the woman that ran it said, "Would you mind putting in uh, something positive on TripAdvisor?" Because apparently in lockdown, people had put really nasty comments on when they, in lockdown when they weren't even open, had put really nasty comments about how horrible the place was. Uh, she said, and it was so upsetting. So. Um, Oh, I don't know. Just beggar's belief, doesn't it? So uh, I, although I never, I've never been one for leaving TripAdvisor messages, uh, comments. After she said that, I thought, well, yeah, I'm going to. I'm afraid. So uh, yeah, I'll do that. That was nice. Um, quick rundown of my reading. I'm well into the Romantic by William Boyd, which I'm really, really loving, but I haven't really got time to talk about. But um, it's very William Boydy and completely engrossing storytelling. Storytelling, uh, historical set. Uh, in the 19th century, full of real and fictionary, fictionary, real and fictional characters. Uh, absolutely love it. And still watching Bodies and still watching Lupin. And we've got one more episode of Ghosts to go, which will be the final ever episode, which I'm getting a bit head up about watching because I don't want it to finish ever because I love it so much. And um, I'm still immensely enjoying the fall of the house of usher uh, so much so that i'm actually listening to some edgar Allan poe stories because each episode is based on a different edgar Allan poe short story uh, and i'm listening to oh, i've mentioned all this haven't i yeah i'm still really enjoying um uh, the lion game by ruth ware so that's a quick run up of that i've got uh, i've sent my play out to various people who i hoping to get together to read it uh, in person live and then I can work on a third and I hope final draft uh, so and I've had some absolutely wonderful feedback from one of them uh, which is very very encouraging so that's pleased me so on that actually note of pleasure as opposed to the grumpiness that started this uh, I'm going to uh, finish uh, while the going is good so, uh, and the light is fading. Thank you for listening.